What's up, everybody? Welcome to another installment of the Cave Sports Football segment. Week seven is in the books. We got some things we want to talk about, but before we get to that, I just wanted to plug you guys into our website. That's k4v3.com, where you can join us, where we have exclusive member events, fantasy leagues, and perks for our members. So make sure you head to k4v3.com and join the Discord through that website. And before we move on from that, or for more, sorry, I just wanted to also highlight our sponsor, safelightcandle.com. They have an assortment of LED lights for your home, office, or workspace, wherever you feel like you need some lighting. Hit up safelightcandle.com where you can stay lit for the low low. Now, let's start the show. I'm your host, Jermaine, aka Proper. I have Legit Naro and Feel the Burn. We, we are missing Zach, or not Zach, Francis tonight, so... Was that two weeks? Thought he'd be coming so, celebrating his uh, his, celebrating his uh, <laughs> Eagles winning, but needless to say, we're gonna go ahead and break it down. We're gonna go and get into week seven to recap. Bring up this, let's bring up those scores. All right, why don't you run us down, Naro? Ooh, I get to run us down. Ooh, I feel special. yeah, yes, let's go. Uh, all right, so let's, let's go about it. We'll, we'll make this quick because we're going to highlight them coming into uh, a second here after this. But uh, Jags over Saints, 31-24. Um, felt like that one's going to be a shootout either way. Doesn't look like Derek Carr is doing well over there. Um, Browns, or no, Bears and Raiders, 30-12. to Bears on top. That was a big one right there for the Bears. Uh, was that a shocker? I mean, I kind of had the Raiders winning that one, but I, I had know. the Raiders winning, but I only had the Raiders winning on that one if mm-hmm. Jimmy was going to play. If Jimmy wasn't playing, I was going. I didn't have the Raiders, but our selection happened before we found out officially Jimmy was out. So yeah. I, I'll do. It. Um, I was over Colts. I was hoping the Colts were going to take this one, uh, but the Browns eked it out right at the end there. Um, the Pats over the Bills. The Bills looked like they were coming for a comeback, and they mm-hmm. just couldn't finish it out. Um, the Commanders and Giants, that was a pretty uneventful game, but the Giants won that <laughs> one. Uh, the Bucks and Falcons, also a pretty uneventful game, but the uh, Falcons won that on a last-minute field goal by Koo. I don't know if anybody else saw the, uh, this, the football version of the bat toss. Helmet flip. Flip at the end. That was great. Yeah. Um, Ravens Chip. smoked the Lions. That was a huge shocker, I think, to everybody. Yes, it was. Um, <laughs> really feeling the Lions were a, a solid yeah. team. Ravens mm-hmm. came in and stomped on them. Uh, Steelers over Rams. The Steelers played really well this week. I was very happy about it. Um, they could have. Uh, they weren't. Let, let me phrase that. Ah, we'll get into that later. We have that on the segment too. Weren't you there uh, or no? No, I actually didn't go. I was going to go, okay. but none of you guys were able to go, and I was like, no. oh, "I'm going to drive all the." Because I was in, I was in Menifee, dude. So if I was drive, that's an oh, like, two-hour drive out. There. Uh. Um, so uh, Cardinals and Hawks kind of saw that one going that way. Broncos mm-hmm. and Packers did not see that one going that way. I did. Chargers <laughs> uh, and Chiefs. I wish that was a little bit closer of a game. I felt like it could have been, but I think yeah. we need to start looking at Justin Herbert. Is maybe he's not the quarterback that we thought he was? Um, nah, he's Eagles, having a fluke year. Eagles, Dolphins. It looks like the Eagles are really good against pretty much any team in the NFL. Or the Dolphins are good at, against any team in the NFL that isn't a good team. You know what I mean? Like, like, like when it came to the Bills, they got smoked. They came to the mm-hmm. Eagles, they got smoked. But all the rest of the teams in the NFL, they're absolutely dominating. So that's going to be a question mark coming into the rest of the season. Um, and then the Kings over the Niners. Two weeks in a row, the Niners fall off. That's tough, man. Now, I know there was a couple of injuries coming into that game, but still, they, I mean – uh, now a lot of people are talking about Brock Purdy right now. Is he uh, still, you know, the quarterback that everyone thinks that he is? It is two games. Fucking chill out. <laughs> yeah, 
I mean, another tough week. I remember we were discussing about the Niners-Vikings, thinking this would be a cool, easy bounce back for the Niners. They're going to sit McCaffrey. What they do, they did the complete opposite. But shows us how we are so good at this. It's hard to read. It's, it's all a prediction, really, what we're doing on here. And it's all educated guesses. But, hey, I'm sure Zach is wishing the Niners actually did what we thought they were going to do, right? I mean... He McCaffrey literally played every single snap of that game. Um, <laughs> I think they, they put our 53 snaps he played in that game and they lost. So it's almost like, uh, like why even risk it at that point? You know, like why even have him out there? Right. I think I saw a report came out that he had a torn oblique and I was like, oh, fuck that. Like, sit him. Um, because it's not about, you know, week eight's not, is not what's important, you know, week. 22 is what's important um so i was a little frustrated and obviously the way that that game went down uh come to find out now uh, he went for a qb scramble late in that game and took a a blow to the head and now he's concussion protocol he didn't he hadn't shown symptoms until they were on the plane uh back which is also that's kind of scary um so there's probably gonna be out this week thankfully um, I mean, I know that the opinions are, are down on Sam Darnold, but I'm still a big believer in him, obviously being a USC fan. So um, getting into Shanahan's system, he looked great in uh, preseason. So hopefully that can carry over. They're playing the Bengals, which is tough, but at least they're at home this week. So a um, little bounce back there. And as far as Herbert goes, um, somebody, uh, I forgot who it was that made this point, but someone, uh, you know, one of the talking heads that we see on like, the big media was saying that this is Herbert's third offensive coordinator in four years. Um, but, you know, uh, you still got to make certain throws. He, he was looking off. Um, I don't know if that's hundred percent testament to the chiefs and the pressure they were dialing up against him um, or not, but um, there's a couple of throws that he normally makes his last two weeks. You know, if he's normal Herbert and can hit these throws, like, like we've all seen for the last few years, they're, they probably don't win this past week, but at least they beat the Cowboys, you know, two weeks ago. Um, and then we're talking a little bit different about that team. So uh, there's too much talent on that team for them to be two and four right now. So hopefully they can figure it out. They got the Bears this week, as we'll talk about next. Uh, uh, a couple other things that caught my eye. Um, the uh, the Bears look competent, speaking of them, with Badgett um, under center. Um Again, I'm pretty sure I called Steelers. We're going to have a home game at SoFi this week. Uh, shout out to them with that big dub. Um, yeah, Young Young Wiku had a had a, a helmet flip, which was pretty sick. Um, you know, if we're going to talk about officiating, maybe that should have been a penalty, but I think clock expired. So who knows what would have happened there if they would have thrown a flag, if they would have got an untimed down, but it would have been like a kickoff or something. So I don't think it would have mattered. Um, but I did see that. I thought that was pretty funny that people were bringing that up. Um but yeah, it seems like the theme of this week was uh, upsets, and uh, I think Vegas was actually due to claim to to win some money back. And uh, from what I was hearing all this week so far, is uh, Vegas made out this week pretty well. They uh, destroyed the public. So uh, I wish we had Francis on to talk about the betting, but um, I think he'd he'd be able to to attest to that as well. So a lot of upsets in uh, week seven, and looking forward to. Uh, and even crazy week eight. Yeah, speaking of upsets, before we go on, if you're watching live, just want to apologize for the the technical difficulties with Zach. It's just Optimus Prime has given us a call. So, <laughs> oh <laughs> no, no, you're good, but you're you're clear now. Um, but yeah, so speaking of upsets, we have what you guys didn't see coming, but I did: the Broncos beating the Packers. It was a it was a grinded out win, um, but I think they did pretty well. I mean, the Broncos defense they've been playing pretty well these past couple games, but it's just now where's the offense at? And I think we see the offense finally kind of clicking here, but it's still showing that they're very much still trying to find a way to make it work out. Um, but what about on the Packers end? Did you guys see anything that you? Um, thought that maybe they could have done better or was this something that kind of exposed the Packers as a team a little bit against you know a team that's struggling like the Broncos I mean the Packers are struggling too but the Brady's yeah 
So my my thing with the Packers going into this year, I don't think that anybody expected them to be even kind of relevant at all. So I don't think anyone's expecting big things from the Packers. But they do look, as a whole, the team doesn't look like it's in as much of a shambles as they thought it was going to be. Right. This year, I do like Gordon Love. I I like him. I think he's good. I think that that team can center around him, but it's his first year starting. And so there's going to be a lot around it. So I wouldn't call this necessarily an upset um, because the Packers really aren't that Um But I didn't. I just I don't think that the Packers are that exposed. The Packers being right. Issue. I just think that I I expected a little bit more. From the Packers, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. No, I understand what you're saying. I mean, the Green Bay Packers aren't a good team to begin with, but on paper they look like the team that's supposed to beat the Broncos, given the history of the Broncos' defensive woes throughout the season, their inconsistent offense. Um, so on paper, it looked like the Packers are going to walk away with this win, but. The Broncos have shown that if they can click, they can put some things together. They can they can grind out some some ugly wins. I mean, this isn't like a win. I'm sure all of Broncos Nation is saying is the best, but we're happy to see a win. But it also, if you were if you were watching the game, I know I was, of course. But it was it was a it was a grinded out game, and it really just came down to the wire of putting something together and to come together with a team like the Broncos struggling as much as they are. To put together a game-winning drive like that in crunch time, it gives a little hope to the team, and I, I, I'm actually happy to see that they're showing some grit and actually putting a fight. Yeah, for sure. I think that, um, as the score suggests, this was definitely a grinded-out game, as you said. Um, was that 36 points? That's uh. That's low for the NFL, but um, mm-hmm. I think if you're the Packers, you know, holding your opponent, can able to put up money at least. Um, so probably more disappointing on the Packers' end um, for not throwing more points, but a win's a win, and winning's hard to win to do that as a week. So, shout to the Broncos getting this win. Yeah, it definitely is. All right. Um, before we um, actually move on to the next game, I wanted to ask you guys that Kareem Jackson hit. Do you guys think that suspension is Ooh. fair? I think that I think that suspension complete shit because if you actually look at the the replay, he's he's leading with his shoulder, and then but I mean, other people have different views of it. That's why I want to see how did you guys see it. I mean, a lot of NFL players uh, are fine. pretty vocal, yeah, saying it's it's a it's a bad call. But I want to see from your guys' eyes what you guys think. I think he should have been fine, but suspended now, especially not four games. That's egregious. So I think it got cut down to two, but even still, like, yeah, no, it's just th- that's, that's football, you know. Mm-hmm. I think that the reason why the game it, it, it came down to a couple games missing because isn't this his second injection this year? Yeah, or something like that. So I second think that injection. that's yeah. why. I think that that's why the. The suspension came into play. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. Makes sense. I don't. I, there's a lot. The, the crappy thing is, there's a lot of these hits that aren't necessarily, you know, they're not dirty hits in part, like per se, but they 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 turn out dirty just because of the way that the game is played, and it kind of sucks. Mm-hmm. Because that's happened. The same thing. I mean, you, you, you I, I bring up the uh, uh, what's his name from uh, uh, Nick Chubb from earlier this year, right? Like that wasn't a dirty hit from Mika Fitzpatrick, but it turned out dirty just because of the situation that it, the the angle that it was, and it was an accident. It wasn't a purpose. So, like, it's it's really hard. For someone to say, yeah, that you know, that's dirty, and he deserves this, 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 and that. When 
It's like a lot of those people will be coming up with this stuff. They don't play the fucking game, dude. My, excuse my language, but they don't play. They're just in an office watching things. When it comes to like all of these different types of uh, punishments, right? I don't know. That's that's my that's my take on, on some of this stuff. That's fine. No, yeah, I mean. Um, it's there's a lot of reasoning behind it, and I think there's a lot of agreeable points to it. So, moving forward, we're going to talk about Pittsburgh flying Woo! into SoFi and securing a dub. Naro, I actually want you to go ahead and walk us through that game. That's your team getting the dub. So, break it oh. down for us. What were things that you liked about your Steelers? What were things that um, they got away with? As far as you know, obviously it wasn't a perfect game, but. What are you happy about with your Steelers? And yeah, um, just walk us through that. So this game was, um, I knew this game was going to be a, um, a throwing battle mm-hmm. because of the, the receivers that were on both sides and both running games aren't, you know, most fantastic, especially with the Rams going through what, what they're going through right now with their, their running backs kind of just all over the okay. place. And the Steelers obviously can't figure out their running game. So mm-hmm. And for the fact that the Steelers, all of the Steelers' touchdowns came on running plays was absolutely insane to me. Uh, but they were inside the red zone. And I guess the, the, I, what I liked was the fact that I got, got a lot of points from Puka Nakua without them winning. I loved that. Puka um, Nakua <laughs> is strange. Dude, I, I, I'll get to my Steelers in a second, but that he is, that kid is here to stay. A lot of people have been talking about what's going to happen when Cop comes back. And Nakua has still been the number one receiver on their team since Cooper Cup has came back. Now, Cooper Cup is definitely a great addition. You have to respect him, and he's still obviously, you know, doing well. He is Cooper Cup. He is a great receiver. But but um, Puka Nakua is still getting the ball. He's still – he's here, very much here to stay. So um, if anyone thought about, you know, where do I need to sit him on fantasy and I'll get into fantasy later, you leave him in your starting lineup. That man is mm-hmm. interested. Um, dude, they, they just the, – the Steelers, they came back. They got their receiving weapon um, – uh, a couple of receiving weapons back. Mm-hmm. They figured out – this is coming off the bye week, so they, they took some time. And, and Najee, I'm so happy that Najee finally is is performing well. Uh-huh. Um because I'm sick and tired of the people talking about how they, they, Najee needed to be traded. And what I saw during this game was allowing Najee to get the ball where he is most comfortable. He had one bad run the entire game. He was trying to bounce the ball to the outside and got swallowed up. Other than that, Najee is a is a not a dive runner. He's more of an outsider, outside runner. Whereas Jalen Warren is a lot easier with running through the middle, going doing halfback dives and stuff like that because Jalen Warren's a little bit smaller. He can sneak through. Um, it's a little bit easier. He's a smaller of a target to hit. Whereas Najee is just a mean, like, I'm, I'm, he looked very comfortable. The run game was very comfortable. He, they were both running backs running the ball very well. Um, the, 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 the pass game was fantastic. Um, so another fantasy tip, what I'll kind of just nudge again on, on, so on the Steelers side, um, there was a lot of questions on George Pickens with Deontay Johnson coming back. George Pickens, I feel like, and we kind of saw it in this game is going to stick as the wide receiver one. And, um, I think they're going to be complimented by receiver one, but I think George Pickens is going to be a little bit targeted more. It's kind of easy to see that he is the, 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 when you need to get the ball to somebody, George Pickens is the person to get the ball to, because he's going to catch that ball. Um, Deontay Johnson is a ridiculous route runner. So being able to have him back was fantastic. I dude, honestly, and I know I'm just kind of like talking here, but, this was a different Steelers team than we have seen throughout the entire first half of this well, first part of their season. Because the the defense played really well with the I mean, Super Cup and, and Pukunuku are getting catches. There's no like you can't stop that. But other than that, they did really well. Um stopping um keeping the run game to a minimal. Um mm-hmm. 
the defense, you know, was doing Steeler defense stuff, and the offense looked, other than a couple of beginning of the half drives, Steelers offense looked like the Steelers offense that was playing in the preseason. So if, if Matt Canada can continue to call more like shots downfield, that's all, dude. That's really all it was. It was crazy. They were. <laughs> it was like Matt Canada was not even calling this game. That's how completely different the play calling was. It was so wild, dude. They were actually throwing the ball downfield beyond me that's just so crazy which allowed the run game to open up which allowed the run it was just oh it was a really solid game now obviously they weren't they're not perfect i don't see the steelers as a you know super bowl or even a mid playoff caliber team as of currently but it is definitely signs of life coming from this from the steeler team so i was very happy about that now one thing that I will get into that did not have to do with the game, it had to do with the officiating, and I'll get into this next week. We need to, I think, as a society of football viewers, there needs to be a lot more rule knowledge to the fan base. That's all I'm going to say about that. Um... And I'll get into the rest of that. God, that I listen. That fourth one, the the fourth and one call, I think, was the what people don't realize is that the spot was good because of forward progress, and the ball didn't need. Which a lot of people, I don't think, I think they negate this. The ball does not need to completely cross the plane, whether it's. A touchdown, whether it's a first down or whatever. The tip, as long as the tip is on that line, it's good. Right? <laughs> a lot of people's arguments are where Kenny landed and not where the ball was at its farthest point. Um, but if we wanted to get more into depth about that, I'm cool with making a video about it and showing people um, when I find some time. And- <laughs> Some stuff, but we'll get into that some other time. But I feel like a lot of whining comes from people not understanding rules of of the game. Now, if he didn't make it, he didn't make it. But if, from what I saw, the place, the ball placement was good from where his forward progress was. Yeah, I mean, I think you you talked about this game in a way where we can't really go more than that. You you have better input on the Steelers. I'm glad your Steelers got that win. A win's a win. I know you're happy about it. Um, but yeah, so we got another game we wanted to talk about. And I just want to say one thing. France- Hold on. Before we leave yeah. the Steelers. Okay. Before we leave the Steelers, I want to go on record. Uh-huh. Right here. Steelers are going to make the playoffs. No doubt in my mind. Okay. I think that the Steelers are going to make the playoffs. I don't think we're getting past. I don't think we're getting midway through the playoffs. But I have said this it Don't matter. Before. They're going to get in. I have said this before in the beginning of the season. This Steelers team, if if we're going to keep Matt Canada, fine, but he needs to do better play calling like he did. Like there was a lot better play calling this Sunday. But this Steelers team, if this Steelers team stays together and can like like cohere, whatever, within the next couple of years – this Steelers football team, Kenny will win us the Super Bowl within the next five years. So I'm not gonna go that far. However, oh. this team <laughs> is better. This this team is better than what we thought. Um, they had a bunch of granted out wins early, and it kept them afloat. They got to their bye, got a little healthy, got a little time to regroup and reassess. They made a lot of adjustments that bye, and Mike Tomlin's too good of a coach to not make the playoffs. I think this uh-huh. Pittsburgh Steelers team makes the playoffs and possibly, depending on who they play, get a road victory in the first round. So, so yeah. I'm convinced, right. dude. <laughs> yeah, they, they could make the playoffs. I, I agree with that. Um, one of those just-made-it kind of teams, I think, though. But, hey, doesn't matter, right, Zach? So, we actually have another game we wanted to talk just about. Just get in, baby. But I wanted to... Uh, too bad Francis isn't here because his team got the win. I wanted to give him a platform, but there's going to be many more wins for him to speak on the team. So 
Zach, I actually yeah. want to bring you in and talk about this game where we had, you know, expectations of this being kind of, you know, a very exciting shootout, I should say. Um, but it turned out to be just Eagles showing their dominance over a team that, like Naro has said, has not performed very well against good teams. So, Zach, I just want you to walk us through what the Eagles did to to show that these Dolphins are still very inexperienced. So the Eagles are not a team to mess with at home, for sure. Um, mm. I think they got a good good amount of home cooking, um, I will say, on in this game. On their side, uh, Dolphins didn't help themselves. We could wipe the word this two different ways. Uh, Philly got the benefit of the officiating, or Dolphins just weren't disciplined. Uh, I believe it was 10 penalties to none in favor of the Eagles this game. That's where a lot of the people were talking about um, in terms of how this game uh, went down. That seemed to be the spotlight as we've been ranting on this pod for one now. Um, you know, sometimes the team just can't help themselves and they either overcompensate for what happened earlier in the day mm-hmm. or they got, you know, for whatever reason, like to make it about themselves. Whatever you want to say, however you want to word it, whatever perspective you choose to, you know, go with on that one, um, you know, that's up to you. But um, Eagles dominated this game. Um, it was not as close as the score suggested. Uh, I will say the Eagles looked freaking sweet in those unis. I'm not going to lie at all. Yeah, um, that's the Kelly Green that I think Francis was talking about. Uh, yeah. Pretty sick. Uh, Dolphins, the teal, the teal and white's classic. It was, it was a good uniform matchup. Um, there were a couple plays in this game that make this game a little different. Tyreek holds on to that catch in the end zone. Not only do I win in fantasy in, a, in one of my leagues that I'm in, uh, I think a bunch of Tyreek owners probably end up winning their fantasy matches with that extra touchdown and reception and the yards that came with it. Um, and that score, I mean, I think at that point it would have tied the game, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but uh, brotherly shove keeps working. Tush, push. Obviously here at the cave, we love tush and push. Um, and that just, that seems to be a play that, that will um, carry this Eagles team. You know, when you get fourth and one, you just need a little bit of more yards, you know, just, push that touch and and you'll get that first down so um <laughs> i just uh i was impressed with uh with the way the eagles did and t- uh aj brown is on a whole nother planet right now four straight games over 125 yards over 28 fantasy points per game in four straight games uh dude is carrying fantasy football owners that that took him um on their teams this year mm-hmm and Eagles for receiving core. Obviously, last week they had the the L, but that was on the road uh, in New Jersey. And um, you know they came home, got some home cooking, looked like a better team in Week Seven, and uh, dominated prime time. The game wasn't as good as we thought it was going to be. There were maybe a couple other games that ended up being better than this one over the um, over the slate. But um, yeah, if you're an Eagles fan, like Francis is, I mean, he if he was here, he'd probably say, "I love it." Um, so, <laughs> shout out to the Eagles getting that dub and uh, remaining on top of the NFC. Yeah, good for A.J. Brown, too, because, like, yep. A.J. Brown, had, man, when he was with the Titans, man, he was not looking like uh, the receiver that he looks like now, man. Like, good for A.J. Brown getting to the right team, getting the – dude, because he's looking fantastic. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. Um, the Eagles are just showing a dominance. It's actually, you know, um, I know uh, Francis is a, a, a very happy with how they're doing this season. I mean, I know they had that loss, and we've been teasing them about it, but we all know that 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 loss is nothing. But the Eagles look pretty sweet in those jerseys, like you said. So yeah. that was our Week Seven recap. Um, yeah, I, I there was nothing more we could put to that. It was just a we're. Sadly enough, we're we're get we're heading to that midway point of the the football season, and that's it's kind of sad. It goes by so quick, and now we're looking forward to uh, seeding for the playoffs. But yes, without that comes a rant about <laughs> tanking. I'm not a big fan of tanking, man. Unless it's necessary, right? Hell nah. What do you guys? <laughs> 
But no, I'm not a I'm not a fan of this tanking. This tanking talk is mainly um I'm more fueled by it because of the Broncos fans are kind of just saying, oh, the Broncos should just tank. We should tank for Caleb Williams. First of all, I'm not a big believer in Caleb Williams. You saw how he played in Utah. He's a fraud. I don't think he's as good as people. And plus, any USC quarterback that has come to the NFL hasn't played very well. People tend to forget that. I mean, you have Mark Sanchez, butt fumble. Come on. And then Matt Leiner. You know, he didn't really do much. Matt Barkley, a lot of hope in him, didn't do any. Cody Kessler, remember that? That didn't work out. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's just that's why I'm not. Here's the thing, though. I understand when teams tank because they re- they literally have nothing. So, fuck it, let's tank. Let's go get our first pick and build around them. Fine. But the Broncos, we're too broke to fucking tank. Even if we tank, we're still paying a huge contract to Russell Wilson. What are we gonna do with whoever we get? We can't and now we're gonna let go of pieces that we have like Pat Sertan is apparently in talks in trade talks and they're engaging with the Eagles. Great, make the Eagles better. Nice job. We're making us worse and then making another team even better. Sorry, Francis, but and Cortland Sutton, you know, I'm I'd rather keep him over Jerry Judy to be honest. But so yeah, to trade both of them to trade both of them is ridiculous because Jerry Judy, he's you know he's annoying. Uh, I don't. I don't really like how he's just. His mindset is just off-putting for a team. You know, like a team that's struggling. It's. It shows that he's still all about him. It's him. It's him. It's him. And it's kind of annoying. I feel like we we need to break out of that, and trade him. Fine, trade him. I'd be happy with that. But to trade defensive pieces, we got a defense that we can work with. We got Nick Benito, who's showing some promise. Um, you know. The defense has also woken up, and you know I'm still not the biggest believer in Vance Joseph. So, if anything, we shouldn't tank. We should just shake things up in the offseason, get rid of Vance Joseph, try to sign defensive players and a better O line. Because for the past few years, the Broncos' problem has always been an O line. They can't protect, and Russell has no time to throw the ball back there. It's, it's you know everyone wants to blame russell and i'm being fair like there's there's russ there's times where russell is completely at fault like that that chiefs game i felt like a lot of that was on him for his uh uh let's say lackluster play uh but i think the defense and the defense is shaping up pretty well so what why should we tank we can build we also got Sean Payton it's his first year yes it hasn't been the greatest and he's He's not very promising to a lot of fans right now, but also you got you have to understand he took in a team that's very, very broken. Let's say I mean they he got it from Nathaniel Hackett, and we know he he jinxed it by talking this shit on pay, on Hackett. Whatever it is, what it is, but still at the end of the day he still has a shitty team he's working with. It, it's and by team I'm not saying like the players i'm just saying just how this is put together and how it's ran it's it's very broken i you know i'm starting to question george payton like why are we why are you even going to go in talks with trading pat sertan it's caleb williams is not the future for the denver broncos and i don't think he's gonna be a future for any football team he's gonna he's not good in my opinion and i don't i don't know i'm not a i'm not a believer in him i'd rather just work on Russell Wilson because he's proven he's won the Super Bowl and he's he brought that Seattle Seahawks team to life and granted he's probably a product of Pete Carroll's system but still he's shown that he can he can win games and it's just been tough for the Broncos lately because like I said just the way his teams ran and put together it's like there's no chemistry everyone's just playing to play um, and that falls on Russell he needs to be more in the locker room because there's things about him being Oh, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm him kind of attitude. Does that make sense? Like where he feels that he's, it's just him. And like Marshawn Lynch has put him on blast saying like, you know, he tried to reach out to him after a loss and Russell Wilson was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, he, so he needs to find a way to connect with his team to, to progress that offense. So just to wrap up my rant going back, I don't think a, a, to tank the rest of our season is going to be beneficial for the Broncos. And I don't think it's beneficial for any team that has key pieces instead of 
letting go of these key pieces, try and just work it out and do your work in the off season. I think it's just too e- it's just too easy to quit on a team and say we're going to tank. I I'm not a big fan of it. It's it's just an easy way out and it's it's kind of it's just it's just whack to see because like you 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 built as a fan you you build like like you know your your respect for some of these players that you're a huge fan of and then all of a sudden your team's like we're letting them go because we're just not they're they don't say it outright but they're they're tanking so they're just going to go ahead and get rid of these key pieces and it's it sucks but i understand it's the name of the game but i'm not a fan of it i don't know what do you guys think of tanking naro I feel like that was less of a tanking rant and more of a, I feel like my organization isn't doing the right thing. <laughs> well, that too, but that's where, that's why I said like that, the, the tanking thing is kind of just fueled by the Broncos and how it, and how fans are kind of just saying, fuck it, tank. You know, we, we won against the Packers and everyone's like, the Broncos are tanking wrong. It's like, what the fuck do you mean? Like, I don't want to tank. Like we should, we should build off of this. I think that I, I personally, I don't know. I mean, it, obviously it happens. You know, we heard about some stuff going on in Miami a couple of year, okay. years ago, right? Um, you know, quote unquote. But um, <laughs> I don't know if any NFL organizations like, yeah, let's fucking tank. And, you know, let's, let's screw up our season so this for next season and ever. Like, it's too – no matter what the fans say, man, like these – that's their lives, bro. Like these players' yeah. lives. That's what they do. That's what they eat, sleep, and breathe. Is football, man. They are the best in the world. Yeah. Like there's no. There's a lot of jobs out there where there's a lot of people, and you can't really tell if it's a, no, no, no. These guys are the best in the world. They are the top people at what mm-hmm. they do, which means they eat, sleep, breathe it. No one goes in there wanting to tank as a strategy like that's this that's a dumb ass strategy i think that the whole concept of tanking is is has really been come up with by fans and i think it's freaking stupid i think it's the dumbest thing in the world you should never ever 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 want to tank right there's no reason for it build up what you have and if you you lose you lose you lose okay fine they'll figure out figure figure it out next year but i I can't stand people who talk about tanking and how you know you should tank because that's stupid that is the dumbest thing in the world to me you're messing with people's livelihoods when you're talking about tanking like that's not yeah sorry that's my opinion no you're good I mean, Herm Edwards said it best, dude. You, 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 you play to win the game. Um, if you go through as an organization and you embrace this tanking mindset and tanking culture, you're compromising um, future free agents and attractive, you know, being an attractive landing spot for players who want to come and play for your organization. So, like, why jeopardize the future? You know because you think you're also going to improve the future by getting a higher draft pick. Like, I don't know. It doesn't make sense to me. Um, like on the surface, it makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. Like, obviously if you want Caleb Williams, you're going to suck. So you can guarantee you get Caleb Williams. But again, you're, you're messing with players livelihoods. You're messing with staff livelihoods. Like if the Broncos were tanking and it's with Sean Payton, um, like that just jeopardizes his integrity as well as a coach and minimizes, you know, how, how his aura is because it lessens his record. Now his winning percentage goes down and you know what I'm saying? So it just like, it has a ripple effect. That I don't think people really fully understand. So, um, yeah, I'm completely against thinking. Yeah. It's, it's tough for a fan who's passionate about it just to hear other fans. So that's why I kind of just want to talk about it. It's, it's annoying to hear, but you know, it is what it is. I understand where people are getting at, but they also don't see the other side of it, I guess. Right. But yeah, so let's just go ahead and move forward. We had a great fantasy football week for some of us. Um, let's go ahead and go through our matchups. <laughs> I'm going to run. Who you're talking about. <laughs> was it wasn't me. Yep. It wasn't you. Oh. I got my, Sixth win 
in the league. I should be undefeated if I didn't make some stupid last-minute substitution against Francis, but it is what it it is. Uh, Naro, I mean, I'm sorry, but I look. You didn't have a hundred points, bro. Like, winning <laughs> now. You know, I was looking at your roster. I was like, "Come on, man! These guys got to pull through and make it, you know, interesting for you." I was hoping one of those sleeper, sleeper weeks for you. Who knows? Oh, it happens, right? Crumlin uh, <laughs> Herb losing to Johnny Lance. Johnny Lance putting up one twenty-eight point zero six points to mark his fourth win of the season. Gordon Bombay falling to CD's nuts one twenty-one point two six. And before we get to that game, we want to highlight this, but we're going to go to Jarrell's Mask Francis taking down one of our top and leading teams uh, in Slime Bucket. Top scoring teams got a what everyone likes to say is auto pick. Uh, I didn't know he was auto pick, so auto pick. He's an auto pick. He's a five and two, say that second place. But Jarrell's Mask made it look like easy work, putting up 154, the highest score of the week. And now hmm. we want to talk about Ayukin squeaking by Hit Squad one thirty one <laughs> by just by point two. Zach, what twenty yards, baby? <laughs> twenty yards, all I needed. Uh, so I think going into this matchup, we had Ayuk and Osborne, and I needed Ayuk to outscore Osborne by at least one point, and that's exactly what happened. Um, <laughs> Ayuk, Ayuk got a catch late um, when the Niners are trying to get back in the field goal range. They're getting a catch on the opposite end to put them, I don't know if it was a field goal range if they sort of or whatnot, but it was crazy how back and forth that was like all game. And uh, Ayuk um, ended up getting like a 20 yard reception and Put me back in the lead, and I stayed in the lead, and uh, it's one of the closest victories we've seen in this league so far. So, always fun yeah. to see um, a close finish like this. Even more fun to be on the winning end of it. So, uh, shout out PQ. Yes. Um, <laughs> I know we were chatting back and forth during this matchup, but uh, it is what it is, baby. <laughs> you, I just wanted to point out too. That's where the fuck did you get that Ayukin picture? <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> I you guys redo. <laughs> yeah, uh, I just scrounged the internet, dude. I'm a freaking like just bottom dweller on the bottom of of the internet realm until I find something that looks funny, and yeah, I just I just enter the URL and it uploads the logo. So shout out to whoever uh, made that logo, and uh, I was able to utilize that for uh, my fans team this year. So shout pretty out, clever, so pretty clever. Yeah, so before we move on to our week eight uh, preview, Zach, do you have any uh, waiver wire picks that you think oh, people should know about? Geez. If there's any right now? Yeah, so waivers process today. Um, I, I had Brett, Ma- Ma- Brett Mayer in a bunch of leagues, and he got cut by the Rams, so I dropped him and picked up Dustin Hopkins wherever I could. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a big, big fan of Dustin Hopkins. Um Obviously, because of where he played with um, before the Browns. Uh, so shout out D Hop, uh, who I would always joke and be like, he's the real D Hop. Um, he had a big week, big last two weeks for the Browns kicking and for fantasy. So um, I went with him kicking wise. Uh, shoot, tight ends Dalton Kincaid if he's available. Um, I think uh, Knox is out for the Bills. So if you can grab Kincaid now before tomorrow, like he might be. Um, one of the higher scoring tight ends for the week. Uh, Darrell Henderson for the Rams, if he's available. Uh, he ended up being the number one back for that team and, and had a pretty impressive um, game, all things considered, against a stout Steelers defense. So I feel like that'll continue this year or this week. Um, they play the Cowboys, which is another tough defense. Um, but he's one of those backs that if he gets hot and can find some holes, he'll have a big day. Uh, wide receiver. I hope Addison's not still available on teams or on leagues um, free agency list, but he was available for like the first three weeks of the season in some leagues I was in, so I tried to grab him as much as possible. Um, He might be a league winner at this point with JJ being out. Um, He had a monster week last week against the Niners. Um, Tank Dell, if he's still out there, they're coming off their bye, I believe. Houston didn't play last week, right? Yeah, so... 
Uh, he might have been dropped um, to make room for some bye week fill-ins. So if he's there, pick him up. Um, quarterbacks, Cousins, did he get the primetime monkey off his back? If so, Ooh. ride with him the rest of the season. Um, he looked freaking awesome against the Niners uh, on Monday. Um, and then uh, defenses, shoot, Baltimore, they're available. Go with Baltimore. Um yeah, that's that's the defense I was I was targeting a lot in the offseason. Um and I think they're number one depending on what system you use, but they've been rolling. Oh Actually, check to see if Niners defense have been dropped. I see the Niners defense got dropped in a couple leagues, pick them up. Tennessee, uh not Tennessee, um on the defense side, I know the Falcons as a whole, as a team, they're mm-hmm. You know their their offense needs to get some stuff figured out, but the Falcons' defense has not been putting up terrible numbers this mm-hmm. um, this year. This year, so if you're kind of if you're like trying to figure out who to snag up, the most Falcons, uh, most most leagues Falcons defense are available. Like snag them up for a little bit. Yeah. They got a they got a pretty weak schedule coming up, and they'll they'll do pretty well. Um, <clears throat> they haven't given up many points, huh? Like they've been they've been close in all their games, and it's been like. Under twenty five points every week, almost, huh? Yeah. Plus the yeah. AFC or the uh, the NFC South is dog, so they're going to get some good points. On the only note that I have on quarterback is I said this a couple weeks ago too, and I see that he's only rostered in like sixty nine percent of the mm-hmm. leagues. Guys, CJ Stroud nice. is a fantasy oh, quarterback. Yeah. He's a fantasy yeah. quarterback. He's, listen, you're, he, if you do not have one of the top three sc- like scoring quarterbacks, like if you're not, you don't have um, like um, you know Patty or Lamar Jackson or um, I guess Burrow or Tua or, or Allen. Like if you don't have those like five or Jalen Hurts, you don't have those like five six quarterbacks. Guys, most leagues are 10, 12 people. CJ Stroud is a great quarterback. He's putting up on average eighteen points a. Um, 18 to 19 points of a, a week. So I know he's a rookie, but you see he's doing work. I don't know if you guys have seen his stats, but his yeah. numbers are wild. Definitely impressive for a rookie for sure. He was, again, I said he'd be the best quarterback out of this draft class. Um, I think he's in a good spot with D'Amico Ryans with their defense. So he just has to worry about playing quarterback. And I think he's doing a great job so far beginning of the season. I love that. I love that, uh, Naro. Good call on that one. Uh, sneaky tight end pickup before we dip on this, Taysom Hill um, for the Saints. And then uh, yeah. the rookie down, Downs and Indy has been blowing up a little bit too. So they're probably there. Oh, and then obviously Rasheed Rice seems to be developing into Mahomes' favorite uh, non-Kelsey target and has the potential to break off um, big games and, and could break off, you know, a couple of touchdowns a la Gabe Davis a couple of years ago with Buffalo. So Rasheed Rice is also a good pickup. Dope. So if you find your team needs some help and you need players to fill out a roster, whether it's injuries or just not producing, take a listen to what these guys said. Maybe they'll work for your team if they're available. So head to that waiver wire now and try and pick these people up. With that said, week seven's finally out of the way. We're going to go ahead and preview week eight. Got some cool matchups that we want to talk about. Let's run down the schedule and pick out some games that we feel that are going to be worth watching. But before we get there, yeah, there it is. But before we get there, I wanted to know, what was our score on the picks, Naro? Oh, uh, we had a crappy week, all three of us, because of how weird this week was. Um, we are all tied up on this one. We all finished out with five. Um, God damn it. Wow. Five guys. Three ways. <laughs> that's the lowest we've had as most wins are coming in at nine to 11. Five. We all tied at five. Never forget. <laughs> Tough, dude. So right now, was uh, an inside job. are still tied for first. <laughs> Um, Zach got his second win of the season. Yeah. Can't get my third without my second, so let's go, boys. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> let's run down this real quick before we head on to the quick hitters edition of this. So tomorrow, Thursday night game, we got the Buccaneers coming to Buffalo. What do you guys have winning that? Or oh God, no, wait, that's not quick hitters. <laughs> yeah, right. Buffalo. Buffalo's definitely going to bounce back on that. 
Am I taking hitters? Is this what we're doing right now? We're just gonna. You guys just want to run it together? We can run it together. Fuck it. All right. Uh, uh, All right. Buccaneers hold on. Before build. we get to hitters, hold on. Before we get to hitters, um, okay. Eagles Commanders might be a sneaky game. We saw this is a rematch from a couple weeks ago where that I felt like yeah. the Eagles were threatened and weren't the best team in football. Um, so that one could be interesting. Um, Patriots, Dolphins, Tyreek Hill didn't practice, or he most didn't practice today, so be on the lookout for that. Um, that could end up being a close game as well. Um, and that's just for these morning games. And obviously, Vikings, Packers, rivalry game, Rams, Cowboys, gonna have a lot of eyeballs on it. Battle of New, Jer- New York, New Jersey, New York, New Jersey, right? I don't know, whatever. Uh, Jets, Giants, so see what happens. All right, let's go. What's the next set? I think we had another set of schedule we could pull yeah, up real throw, quick. Throw us that second set real quick. Yeah. Texas, Texans, Panthers. I mean, Bengals, Niners, yeah, Browns, Bengals, Niners. Browns, Seahawks. Watch out for that game. Browns, Seahawks might be game of the week. Really? Yeah. Hmm. It's never something you hear ever. Browns in a game of the week, right? So, <laughs> well, they'd be there. So, yeah, that game, good. that game's gonna be uh, fucking ugly. Guarantee it. I, I, I'm really liking this Bengals, Niners game. I'm probably gonna watch that game because that looks really fun. <laughs> Let's just stay away from talking about the Niners, dude. I'm done. I'm gonna want to talk about this week. I feel like I'm, I feel like, I feel like jinxing them, dude. Okay, so this is obvious. This is also the third straight week where I've crowned a team and said they're the best team in the league, and they lost that week, that it's, next week. So no. I am not doing that. I'm not doing that this no. week. I want everyone's teams to be safe this week. Okay, I want everyone to have a fun and safe Halloween, and I want. All these teams that are like supposed to be good that I'm thinking in my head like, oh, that could be the best in the league. I'm not going to say it. All right. So just let's just enjoy this week. I'm not going to put any expectations yeah. or pressure on these teams this week. Dude, you I'm not. It was the Niners. The Lions. I said best team in the league. God. Boom. Got blown out. Yep. Not doing it. No. We're good. Hey, can you say the Chiefs are the best team in the, in the league right now? So I can. <laughs> hey, Chiefs. Chiefs might be the best team that we've seen in the history of the NFL for like this time frame of like gap without winning multiples or more than two Super Bowls. Let's I think they kind of put the asterisk there on that up. one because Patriots <laughs> dynasty and all that. So, but yeah, no, this Chiefs team is is probably the best team in the league. There we go. I, I hope you curse them enough because it, Sorry, I, Chiefs the Broncos, the, I just want the Broncos to not give them that historic streak right now. Just end it. Fucking don't give I just it to don't, them. Know I don't care if we win by two, three. Just don't give it to them. I'm just done with right. fucking seeing Taylor, dude. Like, I don't know if my power can overcome Taylor's power, though, dude. Like, she might have a uh, stranglehold on the NFL, dog. Like, no. You see what happens? I'm putting it to the test. No. Way. His brother started now. <laughs> his brother was in the box with them, and he now. He's oh, Jackson? Involved. Oh, hey, that handshake is yeah. sick, though, right? That handshake is sick. No, back, back, top, 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 with the hip toss, and then turn around. Yeah, do the little Let's go. Let's go. What made me mad to was is that his the, his brother sat there and watched it, and then and then gave me the end. Yeah, dude. It's it's sort of like you, you know they they always show Taylor after every Kelsey catch. It's just like here we go. It's it's funny. No, they should make a drinking game out of it. Every time they show Taylor Swift take a shot because you go get fucked up. You know what's really <laughs> irritating about that too is, is I respect Patrick Mahomes. Like I actually like Patrick Mahomes. He's a good. He's a. He, and he's for the most part he's humble and he's a good quarterback. For the most part he's humble. Obviously he's one of the best teams in the NFL, so he's allowed to talk ish. But I respect Mahomes for the most part. I just can't stand his family, dude. I can't stand Patrick Holmes. You know what? Damn. You know, Mahomes is cool. Damn. I mean, Even his daughter? Like, she hasn't done anything yet. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there was a funny video that I saw of Mahomes where I was like, you know what? I respect him where he was at a basketball game with his wife and he pretty much told her to tone it down. Like, she, like oh, I you're, saw that you're one. being annoying. What the fuck? And then she's oh, like mocking him on the side and he shook his head. He's like, fuck. And then the comments were just pointing. He's like, hey, someone save Pat, man. Save him. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so Dude, that's- so I just want to mention something about we, we were talking about Caleb, um, uh-huh. and, and like everyone's comparing Caleb to like Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, it's all great now. You can compare the two, but like Caleb will have to go to the same situation that Mahomes did to be able to maximize his output because you're seeing him having to put a team on his back his last two games for USC and it hasn't worked out. So if he ends up falling into the right situation, it might work out for him. But if he's going to be relied upon to like be the number one, like everyone's going to be just as fast as him in the NFL. 
He's not going to be able to, like, everyone's going to throw different progressions at him and all that stuff that he's seeing right now against really good defenses and we're seeing the, you know, the benefactors. So he has to really get to that right spot. So if you're going to tank for Caleb, you better make sure that you have everything in place to maximize Caleb. God, please, Broncos, don't fucking do it. <laughs> yeah. But those were... Hey, Mr. Limited, do they don't need Caleb. Yeah, unlimited penalties, I guess, right, with the Broncos. <laughs> oh. Unlimited miss... Incompletions or bad passes. Um, such a stupid nickname. You know what's crazy is they compared stats between Patrick Mahomes and um, and Russell, Russell Wilson. Wilson, and Russell Wilson's stats are just a little bit better. Yeah, and let's talk about Patty being a, a MVP runner. Like, is this what really what we're doing right now? Patty has two Super Bowls, so yeah, mm. but. You know he's he's pulling the wins out when they need him, and Russell's not doing that. He's he's shown that he's more of a first half and the second half is kind of iffy. So that's why I would yeah the stats say that, but at the end of the day, Mahomes is just playing better. You know the stats can people want to go by the stats, but I think Mahomes is just playing better when when they need him to. And for us, we're for the Broncos. Russell Wilson still needs to play better when they need him. So, but yeah, that's those were our week eight high um, preview and a selection of teams that we or games that we feel like we'd be worthy of watching on on Sunday. Um, but before we go forward, uh, I think we're gonna go ahead and do our quick hitters, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we gotta finish that out. All right, quick hitters, put up. Uh, so we each got five. Holy shit. Yeah, not crazy. <laughs> All right, so yeah, week eight of eighteen quick hitters: Buccaneers, Bills, Bills, Bills. Yeah, <laughs> Jets, Giants, Jets, Jets. I'm going with the Jets. Uh, Jets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to make your change now, you can make that change. Going once. No, I'm just going once. Okay. Jaguars versus the Steelers. This one's actually a Steelers. This low key might be a good game to watch. That's gonna be a good be. game. Yeah. Yeah, that's gonna be a good game. Game of the week. That's gonna be the game of the morning. I already talked good about him earlier this this episode. No. You know what? I'm gonna go with the Steelers winning this one. All right. We already know what Naro's picked down Eagles, Commanders. Uh Zach, you said that this could be one of those um it could be a sneaky where, game, divisional game, yeah. yeah. Um, Give me the Eagles, best team in the NFC. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, how about that? Okay, uh, I got the Eagles. Definitely, they're just Dude, they're I show really think that the too Eagles much for commanders. Out and destroy the 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 too much. Team. Yeah, they're too much for the commanders. Commanders ain't commanding shit in that game. <laughs> Rams Cowboys uh home game for the Cowboys, Cowboys huh? Damn Rams had to place two teams coming off a of bye back to back weeks that's nuts Yeah Both Cowboys really good defenses too Yeah that's tough tough look for the Rams Yeah Cowboys I'm going with the Rams Who I like the Rams All right Vikings versus Green Vikings. Bay Vikings Oh that's a divisional game. Who won? Did they already play? No. You know, yeah, I'm going with the Vikings on this one. Yeah, the Vikings look too good right now. Yeah. Falcons versus the Titans. Hmm. God, it's just too beautiful teams. Like, wow, yeah. where are we? <laughs> Titans. I was going to go with the Titans. And the Falcons. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, God. Is the Desmond Ritter show about to begin? or Where's Desmond Ritter versus Ryan Tannehill. Does anyone know where this <laughs> game is? Tennessee. It's in Tennessee? I'm going with Tennessee. Yeah. Um, Who, wait, Patriots. Zach, did you go with the Falcons? 
Yeah. Yeah, he chose Falcons. A-Town down, baby. <laughs> Patriots versus the Dolphins in Miami. Uh, Dolphins. I just want to say I really want to pick the Patriots because of Every time you pick them, dude. no Tyreek and no uh, um, Mostert possibly, and they just impressed with the Bills, but I'm picking Dolphins. Every I really want to pick the Patriots. Them, dude. Every time you pick the Patriots. And every time I don't pick them, they win. So <laughs> reverse Saints. the culture. Saints, Colts. Uh, I'm going with the Colts. I think Josh Downs is going to have a big game. I'm going with the Colts, too. Uh, Colts. I just I think Derek Carr is coming to the end. Yeah. That was a bad drop by Foster Moreau, though. I, yep. True. True. So, so bad. That was a dot, dude. That was the best car or the best throw that car threw that whole game. I think they <sighs> should put Jameis back in there, but we'll, mm-hmm. whatever. Who did they play last week? They played the Jags. Oh, jeez. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Texans, give me the Panthers. Saints. Give me the Saints. Yeah, give me the Saints. All right. All right, I got you. All right, Texans versus Panthers in Carolina. Texans. Uh, I'm going with the Texans. Yeah, Texans. Hmm. Shroud versus Bryce Young. Oh. Shroud all day. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Brown Seahawks. Uh, I'm going to go with the Browns on this one. Seahawks. I'm going with the Hawks, too. I need the Hawks win on this one. Yeah. Hmm. I think I'm gonna change my mind. I'm gonna see Hawks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do that before we turn this off. I want to make all my picks on here. Can't change them when we. Turn yeah, can't this change off. them afterwards. It sucks, yeah, dude. I want to change my mind. This thing is so bad. I wanted to. I was I like, Bengals Niners. Naro, you think this is going to be a good one to watch? Um, yeah. Who are you going for, though? Oh, I have to go against everyone that is uh, in my division. So That's let's go, true. Niners. <laughs> hmm. Niners. Is this... Yeah. I just don't see this team losing three straight. I really don't. Niners, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think they probably should though. Hopefully they probably Jamar should Chase lose this game. game. Fuck. They probably should lose this game. They probably should lose this game. You know what's really crappy about these picks too is how mm. early we do them because if Brock Purdy's out, oh, like he is out. Yeah, that's why they should lose this game. But I don't think they're going to. I think Sam Darnold's well, going to yeah, rally the troops, dude. Right, so he could still come back. No. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's unlikely because no one's come back after being entered into it the same week. This year, at I least. Yeah, he got his, he's, in, he's in concussion protocol. He's not ruled out yet, but he's going to be ruled out. All right. You know what? I'm going Bengals. Who? Bengals. Kenny came back uh, in concussion protocol. Last year, he did. No, he did this year, too. Not same week, though. Yeah. I was terrified. I didn't think he was going to play when I went to go see him. Oh no, that was his. That was his uh, knee. Huh. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> no, only for concussions, for knees and other shit, testicles, all that. It's it's fine. Testicles, you shit. <laughs> Damn, bro. Wait. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I know. It's tough, guys. All right, next game, Chiefs. Go ahead, Naro. Naro, pick the Bengals. Oh, you I didn't pick want them too, but I'm flopping, and here's why. The Niners are riddled. Oh, you're changing. (laughs) Yeah. The Niners. This is where I get my. This is where I get my third weekly win, boys. Let's go. All right. (laughs) All right. So we're all we're all locked in for that one. Chiefs, Broncos, Broncos. Chiefs. Chiefs. (laughs) (laughs) That's my freebie to you guys. Yeah. Okay. You got it twice. <laughs> Relax. Uh, I can only be right twice. I mean, it's three. Here we go. I'm going for three. <laughs> Again, Chiefs, best team in the AFC. Probably best team in the NFL. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I agree. 
<laughs> Ravens, Cardinals, Ravens. Are Ravens. Destroy the Cardinals. <laughs> Which is tough, too, because the Cardinals looked actually kind of put together in the beginning of the year, and now they're just yeah. like, Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone chose Ravens for that one, huh? Yeah. All right. Bears, Chargers. Chargers. Chargers game, Sunday night game at home. I got the Chargers. That doesn't matter. The Chargers don't have a home. It's so sad, too. They were in San Diego for so long. It's sad because you go to their games and you see a bunch of – you don't you see more of the away team jerseys than the home team. The, I, the Chargers – you know what? You know what the Chargers issue is? They just need a freaking fan base. Get the Chargers a fan base, and I guarantee they start winning. Yeah. They need a little more than that, though. <laughs> Zach can't speak NDA. It's okay. No, no, it's all good. Uh, Chargers got fans. Uh, when you're on the field, you can hear them. Uh, it's it's whole different. But I get what you guys are saying. So I understand where you guys are coming from. You don't count. You're a fan of two teams. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> all I said was when you're on the field and you hear the crowd, it's a little different. It tells a different story. Yeah. Uh, but I get where you guys are coming from. That's all I'm saying. They just need a loyal fan base. That's all it is, man. <laughs> Monday night game. Raiders pissed right now, so. <laughs> Raiders Lions uh, for the Monday night game. Uh, after Lions. the Lions loss, oh, oh, Lions an ugly ass game. So the Lions eat them up, dude. Oh, yeah. You're gonna pick Raiders, Jermaine. You fucking threw me for a loop. No. Nah. The Lions that. are gonna eat them up, dude. Lions the Lions are gonna eat them kneecaps. This was the only <laughs> bad game that the Lions had played. The rest of the year. At their their loss was to the the Seahawks. Seattle. They played well against the Seahawks, and I overtime. And and that overtime, honestly, I think that the Lions won that game. I don't think the Seahawks should have won that game. It was, yeah. But anyway, I agree. Yeah. That was the only bad game. That's Lions going to be. That's going to be the Lions' only bad game on the season, and they're going to poop on the Raiders. Just defecating all over them, huh? Yeah, all over them on their chests. <laughs> <laughs> Cleveland Steamer. Like, oh, all right. Well, that From wraps the- that up. <laughs> God, the Cleveland Steamer guy, you fucking. At one point, they should have called LeBron that when he was just. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <When> he was... <laughs> oh, speaking of that, the NBA is back. So, shout out, NBA. Yeah. There we go. <sighs> oh, we're going to be doing some breakdowns to that one coming up. But yeah, so Probably. that's it for our. Our football segment tonight. We're going to sign off, but before we do, um, if you want to talk more football or just sports in general, join our Discord. You can join our Discord by finding the link on our website, k4b3.com. That's cave.com. We've got exclusive events, fantasy leagues, and perks for our members, and also tournaments. If you're in a gaming, we do gaming tournaments, fan, uh, Fortnite, Warzone. We're open to Anything come in if you want to throw a tournament down, we'll hear it out. Play video games, exactly. We just want to play video games, that's really all this is about. Also, before you you check out, before we check out for the night, visit safelightcandle.com so you can get, like I said earlier, you can get lighting for your room, your workspace, your office. You know, spice it up a little bit, stay lit for the low low without burning your house down because they're all 100% LED lights. All right, guys, it was a great episode. I'm your host, Proper, and the rest of our host panel. We got Legit Naro and Feel the Burn. Hopefully, you know, we have a good we have a good week on our picks because five picks, it ain't doing it, man. So best of luck to your guys' teams. You know, I know I'm going to celebrate the Broncos winning. And uh, Francis, um, Eagles are definitely winning that. <laughs> but, yeah, guys, got anything to say before we head out? Yeah, I'm not bad at fantasy. I'm winning in my other league. 